dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> Yo, wow. Yo, wow. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Oh, here he is. Yeah, we on air, man. What you mean? Can we start this over, please? Start this again. Yeah, let's try this again. There we go. Yo 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 We having some technical difficulties with Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. I didn't know y'all started the show already. Uh we started every day the same time. Yeah, but you were doing so good. No, I'm still doing good. Just not giving nobody no reason to um have something negative to say about me. Well, you, you know, was 20 seconds late, bro. 20 seconds? That's the, that's my first time being late in 2020. That is... That, so that's, I, I'm, I'm on brand. That, 2020, yeah. 20 seconds late? Yeah. You know that, what I mean? That's pretty good. You know? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm cool. What you do yesterday? Anything? What did I do yesterday? What did I do yesterday? It's all a blur. I know I was in the barbershop yesterday. The reason I know I was in the barbershop, because my man Ty was cutting my head. Excuse my man Ty. And um, they was playing Uncle Murder. Yes, Uncle Murder's new album. Uncle Murder Project is really, really hard. And he got this record that I've added to my wake-up regimen, and it's called God, I F With You. Okay. It says, I woke up this morning, it's a W. God, my big homie, I F With You. There you go. You know what I'm saying? We get it. I love it. We understand. I love it. They say God meets you where you are, right? Yep. That's right. And God meets you where you are with language that you understand. And he is saying that quite plain. And I just... That's my feeling every morning. I feel that way. I'm like, God, I F with you, man. Thank you for effing with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shout to the barbershop. It's the shop out in Jersey where they are. Every time I'm there, they play nothing but Brooklyn music. There's uh, always no, Uncle, no, Uncle Murda, and, no, Casanova, Fabulous, and, and Jay. And a lot of Griselda. My, a lot of Griselda, too. I love Griselda. A lot of Griselda, Absolutely. too. So that's why I get my, my fix for that when I'm in the barbershop. All right. Very peaceful place, though. Don't think that, you know, based off the soundtrack. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is very peaceful very, environment. It's, it's a very All peaceful right? environment. Yes, Shout yes. out to the shop, Johnny, and everybody in the uh, shop over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Now, today, uh, speaking of Brooklyn and some of Brooklyn artists, Fabulous will be joining us this morning. Great segue. Yeah. We'll kick it with Fabulous. See what's going on with him. He dropped the album last year. Summer, uh, summertime shootout. Three. three. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to have him up here a couple times, but uh, we were on vacation. We had things to do. We had I to got, hang got, with our family. I got things to do now. Yeah. I had things to do when he came. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. So, what's that snorting, man? I don't know. That's coming with age. I never used to snort like that. Now you're snorting all the time. All the goddamn time. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, front page news. You have no idea what's I going have on. no idea. Because Angela, to get he did all the news prep. Yep. You have no idea what's happening. Not at all. Just, hey. What? We got some news coming up <laughs> we next. Got some news. Right. It's a whole lot of news. All right, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get your ass up. Maybe I can hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast what's Club. What's happening? Good, Good morning. morning. 
Let's get in some front page news. Yeah, you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Now, after 16 NFL seasons, it looks like Eli Manning is retiring. It's time. Yeah, it is That's time. your team, right, Envy? Yes, the Giants are my team. Uh, so end of an era. The yes, the end of an era. So we would definitely wish him the best. I think it was. I think he should have retired last year, but it's on him when he wanted to go. So congratulations. I'm happy for Eli. Gave, gave, gave y'all two Super Bowl rings. Sure did. Um, I think I saw a stat last night that said he's one out of 12 starting quarterbacks to win multiple Super Bowls. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a short list. Absolutely. So I think he should get into the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. I think he'll get in there. He should. Absolutely. Now what else we got here? Well, Harvey Weinstein, the opening statements had begun at his trial, and that started yesterday. They said at the end of this trial, the evidence will be clear that the man seated right here is not just a tycoon in Hollywood. He was a rapist, sexually assaulting these women when they refused to comply with his desires and his orders. So don't look at him right now. You see him walking around with the walker. He looks like he's uh, not feeling his best. They're like, don't look at him as harmless. He's not a harmless old man. Uh, He's being charged with a slew of different things, including one unnamed, previously unnamed woman who says that she met him at a New York hotel room in 2013 where he forcibly uh, raped her and she forcibly performed oral sex on a produ- uh, on him. So hey, he's was- being charged with five felony counts, first-degree rape, third-degree rape, first-degree criminal sexual act, and two counts of predatory sexual assault. Yeah, that walking ain't going to change nobody's mind. Not I mean, at all. His white skin might, but his walking won't because, shoot, Bill Cosby was damn blind out here. And they threw him under the jail. So please. Now, Harvey Weinstein's defense attorneys are saying there was there was not any non-consensual sexual activity. And they said, uh, of course, in their opening statements, they did take aim at the credibility of the women who are forming this case against him. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Well, you know, we're all watching to see if he's going to go to jail. Right. Now, Tosi Gabbard says that she is holding Hillary Clinton accountable and she has a lawsuit <clears throat> She is suing her for defamation, and that's because Hillary Clinton uh, said some things that she says actually smeared her political and personal reputation. What were those things? That she's a Russian agent? Allegedly? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, Tosi Gabbard's lawyer says that she is a loyal American civil servant who has also dedicated her life to protecting the safety of all Americans. I'm not mad at that lawsuit. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not mm-hmm. mad at that lawsuit simply because if you throw something out there like that about me, you better be able to prove it. So if you're going to be making you know, comments that I'm a, a, a Russian agent, boy, you better have some backup. You better have right. a file to prove that. Mm-hmm. She called her a favorite of the Russians, just to you know, be clear. Yeah. Now, some of your favorite stores might be closing. Express is closing 91 of their stores. And Bed Bath & Beyond is closing 60 locations. Bed Bath & Beyond? Damn it, man. That's, why, why, why are you acting shocked? I am shocked. I mean, I'm, I mean, I feel like it's always packed in Bed Bath & Beyond, and them little coupons be coming through. Man, it's this thing called the Internet. Y'all going to learn, all right? People are ordering online. They're not going to these brick-and-mortar stores no more, man. Mm-mm-mm. What? Mm-mm-mm. Why? Right, and that's, that's a favorite of mine also, so. All right. It hurts. Well, that is front-page news. Did you take that T.E.? No, you know I'm in L.A. right now. I was flying. They don't got tea in L.A.? I'm going to get it today. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Did I tell you about the gas pump thing that happened with me? The 
Yeah. No, what happened? All right. So I, I don't know if this guy, if this has ever happened to you. So in New Jersey, you don't have to pump your own gas. It's a law that you can't pump your own gas. When you go to the gas station, the attendant has to pump the gas for you. Is that, is that the only state that does that? I don't, I'm not sure if that's the only state, but I know that's how it is in Jersey. Not in New York, but Jersey. So I got, you know, I put $40 or super on my, in my car. I went in there to get a water. When I came out, I paid the guy and I drove off. I didn't know that he was still pumping the gas. That's your dumbass. So I pulled the gas pump off the pump, so there was gas leaking and spilling everywhere, but the gas pump smacked into my car, and I got a big dent on the car. That's your fault. That is my fault. Why weren't you paying attention? Which car was it? A, a nice car. But why weren't you paying attention? Like, why, what, what, I, I don't get it. Because I went in, I paid for the water, I went to the bathroom, it was only $40. I'm just thinking he's done. So I gave him the money, I get in the car, and I take off. I pulled the oh, whole... so New Jersey is the only state where you can't pump your own gas. Oh, it is the only state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that, and that's my dumbass. That's what I'm betting this morning. So now I got to pay for a, a damn big-ass dent on the side of my truck. They... Sounds like your fault. Definitely was my fault. So he was I... just pumping, pumping. That man was just pumping, 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 and you ain't even let him finish. You just got up and pulled, walked off. See, it's huh? always something with you, see? What? It's always something with What's you. What's wrong I'm with you? I'm talking about my car, man. What I are you talking about? talking about your car, too. What is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Envy. Hey, what's up, Trav? Yeah, what's up, Trav? Hey, Trav. Trav, I want to say you came through, Trav. You really came through. I ain't going to front, man. I ain't going to tell people what you did, but you came through. And I fronted on you, Trav. Hey, Hey, you did front on me, Envy, and I told you I had you. You right. You right. That's beautiful. I'm I'm glad you finally gave him that you promised him, Trav. Oh, my God. Charlamagne, cut it out. Goodness gracious. I'm a married (laughs) man, Charlamagne. Watch your mouth. But go ahead, Trav. What's up? Listen, I want to talk about something, right? I want to talk about fragile masculinity, right? Oh, boy. What happened? I feel like I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to say the word pause. Like, if you're saying, like, yeah, I just ate a sausage, pause. I feel like you should not say the <laughs> word pause if you're out here painting your fingernails. Yeah, that is like, wild. Yeah, like everybody has no, these, uh, everybody has these, uh, these, these ideas of what they think feminine is or what they think men shouldn't do, but then they'll be caught saying pause to you, but then they'll have stuff like their fingernails painted. Seriously, though, my mom was like, all right, so look, I was going to give you an example. I don't know if y'all listening or watch the Joe Budden podcast, but there's a little portly <laughs> up there named Maul, right? And he be out here putting plum lavender on his fingernails and has the audacity to be pausing people. Like, girl, <laughs> we can go get our nails dead together, okay? Like, you can't, like, you definitely ain't going to pause me and you got fingernails painted. It's just not going to happen. So stop with the fragile masculinity. Stop pausing people, especially if your fingernails are painted. Girl. Yeah, the irony Maul. of it all. Bye. Goodness gracious. Bye. Bye, Trav. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? This is Blonde Beauty. Good morning. Hey, Blonde Beauty. Our Blonde listener. How you doing this morning? You will not call me the Blonde listener. I owe you one, Blonde Um, Beauty. I really appreciate what you did, man. It is... We'll talk about is this, it. Does it have to do with you and Trav also? Yes, it does. Y'all kinky. Blind Beauty came through. I ain't gonna front, man. Wait a minute First now. Of all, Who came I through? Was it Trav or Blind Beauty? Both of them. Wow. You feel me. Anyway, no, this morning I wanted to talk about, I had my house warming and Trav pulled up with the Bacardi or whatever. And he was That's really nice. helpful to my blind people that was there that supported me or whatever. He was real helpful. Now, how do you know um, it was Bacardi? 
What you need? Knock it <laughs> she off. She tasted it. <laughs> but no, I wanted to talk about this. Um, first of all, a lot of music coming out following me. You're Blonde Beauty on Instagram. But yeah, this Beyonce thing with the Adidas. Now, I'm plus size, right? I have to, I can fit the extra large, so I'm not tripping. But why are people so upset about you can't fit four eggs? Like, most people, like, it's athletic wear. And people that sport X, not to say that they don't work out, but... <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Blind Beauty. No, you're absolutely correct. I saw people upset about that. And I was like, what brands do come in 4X sizes? Like, why are they singling out Beyonce? Like, like it's rare really that you see a, that those brands get to that, that size. Yeah, and they were like, well, Adidas has those sizes. But it's just like, listen, it's okay. If you can't get this one, it's all right. Y'all need to leave yeah, it but, alone. And, you know. It's a brand new line. Like, give it some time. Damn. Exactly. And they can always, this is her first, you know, they, she just put it out and she sold out. She could easily go up to other sizes. I mean, I can fit the extra large, but I'm straight, but. I think fat people. I think fat people just be mad sometimes that they're hey, not thought of first. Stop. That's not a stop. And, and, that's, and, they, and guess what? I am a part of the plus size community, and, you know, I would say get over it. Exactly. Get over it. Okay. Exactly. Well, thank you, Blonde Beauty. All right. See you guys. You have a good one. It's just like with sneakers. You with too. sneakers, when they do sample sizes, they're like, what, a seven? Uh, nine, usually. Nine? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but they're not thinking about us Bigfoot folk. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. With your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Dewan. Dewan, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, bro. What's up, Dewan? Man, I called in because I uh, last night I had a old man come up to me telling me he was hungry. I work at Pizza Hut, so I go in there and make the man a personal pan because I'm one of the managers. Well, to my knowledge, I go outside to give the man the personal pan, and a lady tells me that uh, the old man been in my car looking. My door's cracked open. Wow. He done went in my console. And stole my girl's engagement ring. Wow. See what I'm saying? But you did something nice for him. That is awful. But that still don't mean yeah. that you should that still don't mean you shouldn't be a blessing to others just because they did you wrong. I, I, I don't feel that. I understand that completely. It's just like I just felt like I shouldn't have did nothing nice for him in the first place. But it's one of those Come I just got to take that L. Come on, get him now. You did what's right, bro. Yeah, it's not an L. God ain't God is not going to judge you based off what uh, uh, somebody did to you. He's going to judge you based off what you did for somebody. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you propose already or you was about to propose? Uh, no, I was going to propose. Oh, I'm still yeah. figuring that part out. I just got the uh, ring and I was like, I got the ring. That's the first part. Now figure out the proposal. Yeah, now she done ruined the surprise. It's not like you can go to her and be like, man, I was going to marry you but somebody stole the ring. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, no, I can't. So what, what's the plan she, now? She knows, though. She knows. Yeah. Uh. She knows. Oh, you told her what? You told her what happened? No, the other manager slipped up and told her. He said, "Yeah, he stole some ring out of his car." She wow. didn't know about the ring. I think you need to make a very, very special, customized, personal pan pizza for your fiance. The best pizza you ever made in your life. Something that she can't <laughs> she buy at Pizza, pizza Hut. Too. We sick of it. Oh yeah. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. I try. I mean, I sorry, know, brother. Let's do yeah, something I'm, out there. I mean, right. Hey, All right, sorry brother. for you, bro. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up? What's up, Charlamagne? What's going on? Peace, King. How are you? Yeah, what's up? Yo, what, what, what do you think? What do you think? Do, we, do, you, do you think we should um, put um, um, DJ Envy as a donkey of the day, man? No he, way. He, 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 come on, man. You oh, went for... to the gas station. 
and you didn't oh. pay attention, and you and you drove off while they was putting gas in Word up, that man, that man pumping. Envy ain't even looking behind to see if that see? man finished or not. See? And just going to drive exactly. off. So do you think we should pull him as donkey of the day? No, I ain't no donkey of the day. I People think so. That, had that man spilling you stuff all over the place? Oh, you, man. my goodness. I don't care what nobody say about you. I got mad love for you, man. You know, oh, no, that, that was, that that might was be donkey, donkey today, behavior. Oh, my goodness. So should we pull him as donkey of the day? No. I'm, I'm thinking about it, man. No. I'm not going to lie, man. That man was behind. That man was pumping. Oh, you look behind you. You didn't even pay no attention. You just got up and left. And he just spilled stuff all over the place, made a mess. That's your fault. <laughs> you know what? Hello, who's this? Hey, peace and blessings, guys. Good morning, man. How y'all feeling today? Hey. Hey, Sean Stone. Oh, uh, man, I'm sorry to hear uh, your voice sound, but you still sound good, though, Angela. Well, thank you. Hey, Envy, what's up, brother? What's How up? How you feeling, man? Peace and all blessings. All this positivity. That's good, man. Hey, Charlamagne, you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, King? I'm blessed, man. Hey, I just want to say... um. I watched Bad Boy for Life yesterday, right? Uh-huh. And uh, it's a really good movie, man. And I think everybody out there should go out there and support Will Smith and Martin Lawrence because that movie is official. Yeah, man. Hey, hey you can't tell me his yeah. son, his son, his son be busting ass, right? Yeah, 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 for real, for yeah, real. Yeah, man, his son remind me. His, his son remind me of Trav busting your ass last year <laughs> in that <laughs> rap battle. Hold on, hold on. Hey, and uh, I'm not even going to start off with no negative energy, man. But I'm just saying. Also, <laughs> listen, man, I told you that I don't go that way, okay? You know what I mean? Whoa, go also, what way? He was talking about rap battle. <laughs> He ain't talking about no rap. I battle. am talking about. I specifically when it, when it said him, Will Smith's son, him, bro. I specifically said. Sh- You're right, though. You got to watch all of I said Will Smith's son busts his ass the way Trav busted your ass in that rap battle last year. Well, congratulations to Trav for winning a rap battle. Uh, now, now I hear Travis trying to get his record deal and stuff like that. So, congratulations, more power. You know what I mean? But on the real though, I just want to apologize to my ex-wife, man. A lot of y'all Uh-oh. didn't know that Sean Stone was mad before. You know what I mean? No, we did not. We did not know that. No, we didn't know that, bro. She, she, hold up. Yeah. She divorced you after you lost the Trav in the rap battle? Oh, nah, nah. Sean, man, relax, bro. I'm talking about something serious. I know you want to laugh and hee-hee, laugh at Sean Stone and stuff like that, but let's be serious. Right, let's I just be want serious. to apologize to her because, you know what I mean, I got mad at a very young age, at an age like 24. I'm 37 now. I got mad at the age of 24, and I wasn't a good husband, man. I didn't know how to be a good husband. I, 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 you know what I mean? I was very selfish in a lot of my ways. You know what I mean? I had a lot of uh, just just bad energy in me, and I just want to say I'm sorry to her. She's the mother of my child right now. And I just want to say I'm sorry, man, because, you know, I, I, I didn't know how to be a husband. You know what I mean? Wow, I was okay. just running on the fly, and I, I just want to apologize to the, to the black woman, you know what I mean, that I appreciate you, and I, I love you a lot, man. You know what I mean? And even though we're not together... You keep doing your thing, and, uh, yeah. Did you apologize to her personally, or is this your first time apologizing Uh, on the air? I I always apologize to her, you know, but, you know, when it comes to black females, you know, they seem like they want you to apologize every day. Uh, every right. second of every moment. Uh, you're missing you up the apology, Sean. It's not going you're missing up the apology now. Yeah, you, you you're had missing it, it up. for a second, man. Well, well Sean, Sean, let me tell you, man, I think that I think what you just did is beautiful. Um, I love that you are taking accountability. Oh, so, 
It's not about you, sir. It's not about you. It's not about you. This is about your. This is about the mother, the mother of your child, your ex-wife. Yeah. I think what you yeah. just said to her is beautiful, and I love that yeah. you're taking accountability. But I will not let that distract me from the fact that Trav busted your ass yeah, in the man. rap battle last year. Okay, and that's probably why your wife was fed up and had enough and yeah, left oh you. My goodness. All right, get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You got rumors on the way. Yes, we are going to talk about the breakfast battle between Dr. Oz and Mark Wahlberg. And we'll tell you what both sides are saying. They're really in this heated debate. The breakfast battle. Right. Yes. Right, we'll, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Lena Waithe. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, yesterday, Lena Waithe and her wife uh, announced that they are getting a divorce. They put out a joint statement together. Oh, damn. Yes, it's only been two months since they got married, Alana Mayo. And according to Love This Guy, they did an exclusive, and they're saying that their relationship was on the rocks before they even got married. According to sources on Love B. Scott, they said even after they married, Lena Waithe was still buying designer gifts, Chanel Gucci for other women. And according to these sources, Lena Waithe ended up getting married because it was a way to placate Alana and salvage their relationship for some of the things that were going on. How do you know that? Prior. Just, I mean, I, I don't know. Why do they know that all that type of intimate details and information of the situation? Maybe they know somebody close to the couple. I'm just telling you, that's from Love B. Scott. Yeah. Damn, so I, I hope not. I hope that's just a rumor. I hope they're working it out. I hope. Well, no, they definitely are. They put out a joint statement saying that they are getting divorced. So that's not a rumor. Yeah. That came directly from Lena Waith and Alana. All right, now another divorce. Wendy Williams and Kevin Hunter. They're Drop one of cool bombs. Yay! <laughs> This guy. I got different, different reactions for different things. This guy, yeah, man. <laughs> so you're sad about one divorce. Happy sad about, about one, happy about this one. Yes, let's go. All right, so they both <laughs> have agreed let's to... Let's go. You a jerk. They both have agreed to forego alimony, and uh, Wendy Williams did agree to keep a $1 million life insurance policy on herself that will go to him if she dies. But she can she reduce that. that amount. I wonder why she would keep that. She also has to cover his health insurance under her current policy. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. And they are going to split the proceeds from their house in Livingston, New Jersey, when it eventually sells. Right now, it's on the market for $1.7 million. Man, she's got a life insurance policy for, that when she dies, the money goes... That's weird. The cab. Because it, it could go to her son now. He's he's of age. That's weird. Well, I guess Wendy's still... Well, she probably has some of it going to her son. I'm sure she has a life insurance policy because you can have multiple, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and Wendy, you know, still wants to take care of him in death. You know what I mean? Mm -mm -mm. That's all. All right. <laughs> been, living, been living off her all these years. Might as well live off her when she dies, too, right, Kev? Jesus And Christ. in more Wendy Williams news, oh, real people quick, were the, upset. The, they said the mm -hmm. final scrawl was when uh, when Kevin heard Wendy fought on TV the other day. He was like, that's when he decided to finalize the divorce. That's what I heard. That's not true. This that's divorce got finalized up, man. on Tuesday. <laughs> that's what sources said. <laughs> Name your sources, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is crazy, man. I hate you, man. All right, people you. were upset saying that Wendy Williams violated girl code because she shared NeNe Leakes' plans to leave Real Housewives of Atlanta on her show. Listen to this. NeNe texts, I'm quitting. <gasps> I know something about NeNe that you all will cry, be sad, 
feel bad for her. She's carrying the weight of a huge thing. But she need, in my opinion, Nene, I didn't even call you back. You need this platform to explain the other part of your life. Wow. So imagine you send somebody a text. And Nene commented on this on Twitter. Private conversations should be left in private. What are girlfriends for if you can't vent to them on those type of days? That's the uh, truth. Nene, you just realizing who Wendy Williams is? I mean, she probably thought that was her friend. Like, they were hanging out. Probably thought they were cool. And they were uh, bouncing ideas off each other. I'm sure uh, Wendy told her some private stuff. So she just... It's Wendy Williams. But still, she and that's the best person. She's in TV, so she can feel like I can talk to you. She's in her, media. Her, her, every, 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 her, her life is content. If you're her friend, if you're her family, it's all content. If I told you well, something, would you go it yes. depends what it is. See how it is? <laughs> you know me. You've yeah, been, right. Same You're thing. Right. You've been working with me nine years. You're right. By the way, when you tell me stuff, don't you have to say, don't say this on the air? You're right. And it still doesn't matter? You're it right. depends what You're it right. is. You're right. You're Sometimes right. some of this stuff is just too good to keep to myself. Yep, yeah, Nene. Well, the two, of them are, the two of them <laughs> are still it. friends because apparently there's an even bigger secret, and she did not mention that part of it All on right. the air. Well, so. wait, till, uh, sweep, wait till sweeps <laughs> week, God damn it. <laughs> wait till All right, Mark Wahlberg and Dr. To us, the two of them have been going back and forth about breakfast, whether or not it's good to skip breakfast or eat breakfast. The two of them have different ideas on what this is all about. Now, Dr. Oz does intermittent fasting, and here's his view. I heard you said that I was dead wrong when it comes to canceling breakfast. Well, powerful medical literature and lots of athletes support me and show that intermittent fasting flips the metabolic switch. So it bolsters your physical and your mental performance. <clears throat> I last ate 12 hours ago, but thankfully my liver, oh, it stored lots of energy, plenty of energy for the intensity workout that mere mortals like me do, but maybe for you too. So swing by. We'll test the breakfast matters. Well, Mark Wahlberg eats steak for breakfast, and he doesn't think you should skip breakfast at all. Dr. Oz, listen, we got beef now, all right? Beef. I don't want this smoke, trust me. This guy's been telling me about the ketone diet forever. If you want to challenge me, I'll come home over, eat a big steak, and you can do your little 20 uh, push-ups with one leg and your assisted pull-up. I'm <laughs> telling you, you'll need a defibrillator when I'm done with you. How can I even take my vitamins and digest them without any food, okay? You got to have food. Food is your friend. Okay. I don't know. With this debate, who do you guys side with? You know what? I don't. I used to eat breakfast every morning, but I stopped eating breakfast. I don't. I don't. I don't desire for it. I still have the energy. I usually don't eat a meal. Meal. I have a shake in the morning, but I don't have a meal until about twelve o'clock, eleven, twelve. How do you even prove that uh, you don't, your theory works over the other person? Like, how does Doctor Oz prove that his theory works over Mark Albert? I don't know, but a couple of doctors. I guess told he me, uses medical research. A couple of doctors told me that I don't. I shouldn't eat until about eleven, twelve o'clock. So a couple of people told me that. But I don't know. Right. I think it also depends on what your schedule is like. We get up earlier than most people. So for some people, 11, 12 o'clock is like 3 o'clock, depending on your body and how it's set up. Correct. And then it also depends on what you do for a living, I would assume, too. If you're an athlete, you know, sometimes you might need to have those calories. I, I'm sure. That's true, too. There's no one rule, one size fits all with this. I ain't gonna lie. I'm Angela Yee, I'm and just, that's your rumor report. I'm just sitting there thinking how white beef between celebrities looks so much different <laughs> than black beef. It didn't seem real. Like we got beef over breakfast. You don't we want this beef. smoke. You don't want this smoke. I eat a steak for breakfast. <laughs> I don't eat a steak for breakfast. Like Jesus Christ. Well, they there. posted videos back and forth doing push-ups Ooh. and everything. So see, that's the way we should start beefing. 
I'm going a, I'm to a talk. Y'all definitely lose. Yeah, I can only talk about this situation the way I know how. Mark Wahlberg will beat Dr. Oz's ass. If they fight, and I love yes. Dr. Oz, okay? If they fight, they're not going to fight. Could you see them two fighting? I don't know, but I'm instigating that. I just feel like I have to do that for years, instigating beef between black people. All right, do some okay. more. Do some more. Not to think Mark, Walker beat, Mark Wahlberg will beat Dr. Oz's ass. That's a fact. But I don't know, though. Dr. Oz probably knows some little tricks. You know what I'm saying? Hit, what hit Mark Wahlberg in an area that he don't know even exists. That's true, too. You know what I mean? Make him throw up on himself. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Well, the Grammys are happening this weekend. I'm out here in L.A. as everybody's getting ready for that. But there's a lot of drama behind the scenes with the suspended Grammy CEO who is saying there is corruption. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, congratulations to Eli Manning. He is retiring after 16 NFL seasons, two Super Bowl wins. Congratulations to Eli Manning. And I hope he just chills and relaxes, man. He's he's done the work. He's got my team a couple of chips and uh, just chill out. I think I saw last night that he's one of 12 starting quarterbacks who's won multiple Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Eli Manning definitely deserves to be in uh, the, the Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, had congratulations a great, great career. Yeah, what else are we talking about, Yeezy? All right. Well, the CEO of the Grammys, Deborah Dugan, has been suspended. And she also has filed a discrimination charge against the Recording Academy just days before we're getting ready for the Grammys, by the way. That's going to be happening on Sunday. Now, she just got this position six months ago. And now she said she wants to expose the Academy as a boys club that puts their financial interests above the Academy's mission. She also accused them of corrupt voting practices, amongst other issues. According to Deborah Dugan, uh, she also said their former CEO, Neil Portnow, who was criticized for those comments, remember, back in 2018 when he said if women want a bigger role in the music industry, then they need to step up over the critique that there was a lack of female Grammy winners, if you guys remember Mm -hmm. those comments a couple of years ago. Well, she said there was a rape allegation against him, and she just found that out last year. And according to uh, Deborah Dugan, she allegedly said that that allegation was from a woman who was a uh, a performing uh, artist, recording artist that's foreign. So they did not identify who that woman was. But she said after he had to step down, she was told to give him a job as a consultant paying $750,000 a year, which she refused to do. Now, she will be on Good Morning America today. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more things that are happening, and we'll keep you updated with that as it happens. You know what, though? Any system uh, or institution or industry that is controlled by old white men is probably toxic. And that's a fact. I guarantee if you look at the one common denominator in most of these situations, it's, it's controlled by old white men. All right. Well, Deborah Dugan is the first ever female CEO of the Grammys, by the way. Mm-hmm. And the important now who stepped down before her had led the Grammys since 2002. Just okay. to give you guys some background. But we'll keep you updated on what she has to say when she does Good Morning America uh, this morning. All right. Tulsi Gabbard says that she is holding Hillary Clinton accountable and she's suing her for defamation. That's all because uh, in a podcast, uh, Hillary Clinton said that she is an ally for the Russians. And, of course, that would hurt her political and personal reputation. So according to Tulsi Gabbard, her lawyer said she is a loyal American civil servant who has also dedicated her life to protecting the safety of all Americans. She said uh, her presidential campaign had continued to gain momentum, but her political and personal reputation has been smeared and her candidacy intentionally damaged by Clinton's malicious and false remarks. So I can see that, though. That is harmful. Mm -hmm. 
All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. Thank you, Missy. Now, when we come back, Fabulous will be joining us. We'll, joining us. we'll kick it with F A B O L O U S. When we come back, he doesn't really do that anymore. So I did it for him. Okay. All right. It's Fab when we come <laughs> back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes. Fabulous. So what's up, y'all? And we need to continue this conversation that he just started about having the knees out. Right I on the jeans. It's like twenty degrees. <laughs> exactly, because I, I like that. I like that look, but it's freezing. Yeah. It is freezing. It is freezing. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it this morning. I, I did think about it, but I like you know what I mean for the for the sacrifice of the look. You can put thermals underneath. I think that looks good when yeah. guys put thermals, and you can see the thermal. Yeah, I like the thermal vibe too. Do your sons try to dress like you ever? Like they see what you have on, and they like, Dad, that's fresh. Or you see, like you can you see them trying to emulate you? A little bit. Sometimes he take little vibes, but like some things you'd be disappointed. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, man, that ain't cool, but you got to look. <laughs> like what's like that what? Cool? Like what? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Just like sometimes they, your hair purple and all that. Like, that would be really cool. The kids me. like that yeah, stuff, man. They, they do. Like and be your son died his hair. You know what I mean? He died the tips of his hair like uh, what Odell did back in the day. Yeah, you can't stop him from was. being free. Nobody stopped us when we wanted to do wild like nah, have my gold mom, fangs. My mom stopped me if I try to go purple. But <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't mind the three, the 3X t-shirts and the... Yeah. You have to pay a lot of money in clothes. So what do you yeah. do with all the clothes that you own and all them old triple X tees and jerseys and big ass hats and all that? Some is like I kept, some I give away. Some like you hold it for like it might even come back around, like you know what I'm so saying. You like you know, there were five XTs and five XTs. He got a lot of expensive designer things that I'm sure you don't want to just yeah get rid of. You don't got no fat friends. Yeah, you get that stuff. <laughs> some of the jerseys it was bad big. Some yeah. of, like when the time came, you, I I passed them off to some big guys. But now like <laughs> they don't even your, wear. Fendi yeah. got all your jerseys. Yeah, Fendi, <laughs> Fendi could wear some of them like you know four X's. Fendi gonna like hit your ass up on the ground. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Fendi like oh yeah, he might pop up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah with his name. That's oh, why if you get left on the ground when you yeah. guys uh, when a fight breaks out in the club, nobody wants to help him. Yo, I do not remember leaving Envy on the ground, man. Definitely left me... Now Yo. you gotta, t- you gotta tell the story. I was... I used to DJ for Fab, right? On tour. This is when we were, we were all struggling. We weren't making that much money. We all used to go to the after party. I went to the club and a shooting happened. And everybody ran and I fell. Now, let you stop right there. So when a shooting happened and everybody runs... Summertime shootout three. Right there? Everybody runs. This meme's going around when you just see people running and you Absolutely. don't even know what's going on and you run. So right. if somebody's shooting, that's a... That's the cue for everybody to and run. And he's not from Brooklyn. You got to pardon him. No, that's I'm a hood Queens. rule. He don't understand the rules. They ain't catching the Yeah, that's like a hood rule. It's not right. shooting. It's everybody getting out. You know what I mean? You I, don't want to be, uh, like, when you I'm get not shot, everybody's like, yeah. I, tri- I, I yeah. tripped and fell, and I was on the floor, <laughs> and I just remember looking the back at everybody just running away from that's me. That's your dumb ass. I fell. And okay. <laughs> you don't even look back when you run in front of <laughs> you don't even look like that. Somebody fell. He's like, yo, where, 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 where's the DJ? You know, exactly. Where's the DJ? Exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> the mix of the run, though, you got to get out of get out. But the somebody room. did lift you up, right? Yeah, it was Nelly and the security guard. The security guard actually passed away a couple months ago to somebody told me. But yeah, Nelly and the security guard scooped me up and, and brought me to, for, to safety. Yeah. 
my funniest thing was somebody shooting was somebody like dove on me before. Like I was standing there and they started shooting in the party and somebody was like, yo, fam, get out. <laughs> they saved your life. <laughs> you yo, have to be his favorite rapper. Scared me more. I want to run. <laughs> but this is perfect for summertime shootout three. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that come from a place where if you grew up in the hood in the summertime, because the summertime be a, a festive time. You be out, there's mm-hmm. block parties, there's barbecues, whatever, and you, and you know, that was kind of like a risk of the thing happening, but it still didn't stop you from, like, enjoying the time. So it was, like, good and bad in right. that, in what was that your, moment. What was your best summertime moment? I think, like, when I was first getting on and, like, I was starting to be heard, on like, on Clue tapes and stuff. It was a time, too, where people were, like, happy for you because it's, like, that part where you where you blowing up, but you're not rich, you're mm-hmm. not... You know what I mean? So people still have, like, a level of <coughs> happiness for you. So it's not like... The hate ain't really set yeah, in yet. Ain't no hate right. yet. Yeah. Like, it's really... You know what I mean? It's really that little small moment right before hate can start even setting in. So and that that's why like, you start the album talking about, like I said, being the top dog and then the underdog. Yeah. I mean, that come from just life in general. I think based on the kind of year I was having, based on what you go through. Like, you could be the top dog and you could be... It could turn around for you and be the underdog. Is that, is that something that happens because of circumstances, or just because you like, you know, you, you're a veteran now in the game, so you you really don't have anything to prove. But sometimes you feel like, let me go spank these these dudes just because they might have forgot. I, I just don't really get into the like proving myself thing. I don't, I don't really need anybody's validation to me at this point. You know what I mean? Besides like my family and my kids, really. Like you know what I mean? Never ever, ever, even as an MC, even even coming up when you was. Nah, coming up, okay. you was trying to prove yourself for sure. I I remember coming in a time where you was a New York artist, but you didn't really speak to nobody. You was kind of about you and your crew only. And, you know, I remember being in elevators with Jay-Z and we didn't even speak because it was kind of like, it wasn't like we was on each other's competition level or anything, but it was just kind of like, you know, you got to do your thing until people recognize you mm-hmm. more than you like, you know, you looking for people to recognize you. You know what I'm saying? And it was mm-hmm. like... Not even a what's uh, up, though? Especially the whole I don't Brooklyn know. connection? I don't really, I, I, <laughs> we didn't really have that connection at first. I think yeah. we built a relationship, but I think that also, like I said, between artists and even just being from New York, New York is, was, especially at that time, a little standoffish. My mom thought you was halfway mute because you never spoke. Yeah. Like, you was quiet. Like That was the, my personality, yeah, too. You never that might have been a little personal. And person. you never seem approachable. Like, yeah. people to At one point, I wasn't very approachable either. Like, it's different. I do think it was, you know, When did that times. change, though? When did, when did you start opening up and be like, I can talk now, Twitter? I can do interviews? Yeah. Twitter definitely yeah. opened up my personality to people because yeah, I think it. people who know me, like how you would know me, Y'all would know my personality, even playing around from us being on tour mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, right. like, I never was that open with people who weren't, you know, around me a lot. Like, you know, I want to be as, as cool as you can, but I feel like sometimes people take advantage of it, too. So. And also joking around too much, because sometimes, and you know, that's gotten you into it yeah, on social Twitter, media, making jokes. Yeah, Twitter era, too. Like, I used to joke around with people. Some people used to joke with me, and it would be fun, but some people really used to, Ray J like, was not offense. happy at that time. Yeah, yeah, The Ray J show, man. <laughs> That, I seen that was like one of the things of the decade or something like oh, that. Like, like, that might have been halfway saved our job a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that was a, a big moment, man. Like I like it was just so funny to me at the time. Like I was like, yo, this is the funniest. And I was like 
People thought like I might have been like mad, but I was <laughs> you dying. Like, I, I heard you still dying. don't talk to Ray J. Ray J was on Drink Champs. He said he saw you somewhere. <laughs> and you I was think not Ray J be kind of like un unsure if he should speak to me. Yeah, and I don't yeah. really got no problem with I mean, him. He said but, like, he I feel like you, man. Huh? He said he socked you. He never stopped. Him, let's be clear. <laughs> he said he was outside. What if Ray J just walked up and smacked you? Huh? And put it on World Star. That would actually be funny. Like I might start <laughs> laughing at first, but then I, you know what I mean. But I, I, I don't know. I don't have no problem with Ray J. Okay. I never really had. So why no... you don't speak to him when you see him, Fab? I do speak to him. <laughs> he was on Drink Champs. I think he'd be uneasy, Last like month. if he if he should speak to me or not. He just, just told like you he I didn't talk to Jay Z in the elevator. You think he's no? Jay didn't to talk to him. He uh, <laughs> Jay speak to me. <laughs> Yo, that's so, why. So if I was like, who's who's supposed to speak first you when right. you get in the elevator? Is it the person that gets on or the person that's already in? Maybe I ain't want to look like a fan though. That's What's the wrong thing with too. That? Yeah, like what's wrong with being a fan? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm fab. That's what's wrong with But you're still a fan of home we all are. I was a fan and then I became fab. <laughs> Yo, that's wild though, because it seemed to me like you would have the cheat code, because Clue was your guy. And I feel like Clue would have introduced you to all of them because that Clue was Rockefeller. Be clear, when y'all ever have Clue, Clue has a weird Rockefeller relationship. He does. Yeah. Him, Dame, Jay. Right. That whole, it was all, like, they look like cool, but it was still weird. A lot of jokes. Hey, man, I saw it backstage. Yeah, we yeah. all saw it backstage. <laughs> it, was more, it was more business. It was more business with them. Yeah. Clue wasn't riding. When, when, the, when the beef happened, he was still playing the locks and DMX. <laughs> like, Clue's and certain it, things, you might come to Clue and be like, oh, Clue, get this, get this whole feature. Crickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, we got more with Fabulous. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Fabulous in the building. Now, Summertime Shootout 3 is out right now, and I know this is geared more towards women. It's catered there because I think the the it was built from a place from where I was, what I was going through, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, you know, me... Uh, uh, nurturing my relationship and and finding balance in my relationship and and my career, you know, kind of that was you know infused in this project. I was listening like Fab is in love, love, love. Yeah, yeah, I'm in love, love. You've been in love though. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like even just being so open about it too. Sometimes it's not the easiest thing. Yeah, that's another thing that was was growth for me too. I think when I first came into relationships and love, that wasn't really on the front of, you know, hip-hop. And I think now we're in a more social era, so people see people's relationships. People are more vocal or more showing of it. But I think in that time, I ain't know DMX was married. I ain't know... Mm -hmm. Well, they would tell you to hide that stuff. They would tell you to hide that. I explained that to my lady, too. When you first came in, that was like you were supposed to say you were single, mm -hmm. so you were seeing so more appealing. Women want you more. Yeah. And, you know what I mean, that became, like, a, a, a part of your moniker, too. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? As, as Fab, you were supposed to look like the young single, the guy that all the girls wanted me, not use that as a blame, you know what I'm saying? But um, mm -hmm. just just something like that was part of your story. So, you know, I think times have changed again. And you now you see relationships. Even the young the young guys, the rappers, they're vocal and they're showing, they're on Instagram with their, you know what I'm saying? So it took me time and growth to get to that place as well. Mm -hmm. how'd, you, how'd you feel when your daughter started dating a rapper, G Herbal? What, what was your mindset like? I didn't try to judge him because I am a rapper, so I know you know where that comes into play. But at the same time, it's all the reason you should judge him. Nah, I, that 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 is that is on on that side. But at the same time, I know the judgment of being a rapper too mm -hmm. is the same. It's the same as you know. What I mean, I know how somebody would judge me if they look at it. Oh, you 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 know what I'm saying? So I I didn't want to judge him from that from that point. 
Taina talked about him and you know, and when he came around, he 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 represented everything that she talked about. He seemed pretty stand up. He had some good people around him. Um, so all I could do was salute it. And you know, she's happy. They're happy. I'm, I'm happy for him. How are you a dad? How you, how is it being a dad at this day and age? Where, you know, when my parents and your parents, they didn't necessarily they weren't in the same thing we were in. Yeah. But now you could be at the club and. Your daughter, she could post something that might, might be a little, little crazy. Be like, come on, baby, you got to take that off or take that picture. Do you ever get to that level? Um, not really, because one, she's she's twenty one now, so um, you can still call her though. Even my, if my yeah. daughter turned fifty, I'm gonna call her. Hey, you, you could be dead. I ain't gonna be dead. Not gonna be dead. We're living longer these days. Yeah, we're living longer these days, sir. You could, but I I I think she's tasteful too. She's mm -hmm. she's and, and she's a good girl. She's she doesn't ever put herself out in a way that represents herself bad or represents mm -hmm. our family bad. So I'm always you know supportive of what she do. If she did, then I would say something you know probably privately to her. But I haven't seen anything in that nature. Um, and I just you know I su I support them. You know what I mean? I support all is. the kids to do to be freely and openly with themselves. Now nothing crazy. You ain't. Yeah, you might not get purple hair right now, but like, <laughs> why you know is that I mean? so crazy? Why can't to you? your daughter huh? get purple hair? Why is that crazy? Who don't why you like purple with purple hair? hair fat? <laughs> purple hair has I'm talking about like a ten-year-old, eleven-year-old kid. What well, you know? It's just purple hair. hair. It's like uh, an accessory. It's the age too. You know what I mean? Like I think certain age levels, is, you 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 graduate to certain things. It's like when I was growing up, I got. A certain age, I could stay up a little later. Uh, you know what I mean? Or you could stay outside a little, a little longer. But like, I think at ten and eleven, I don't know if you you have age for purple hair yet. You had a protective household growing up. Definitely, definitely. My mom was because one, she was a single mom, so I think she was uh, in that era too. You didn't want it was like a fear of your teenage kid getting killed. So like, you mm -hmm. know, coming from the neighborhood that I'm from, so you you know you definitely want to protect your kids. You know, against that, against selling drugs. Selling drugs was big when I was a teenager. Could you have crack, girls over crack. the house and stuff? Huh? Could you have girls over? Sometimes. Sometimes she would flip out. Like, get that <laughs> little tramp out of here. <laughs> like, sometimes she was cool. Sometimes she wasn't. I just had to play it by uh, what kind of mood she <laughs> I was know, what's in. What's going to happen? <laughs> Question, when y'all when all out together, G Herbo and the whole crew, who do you make pay the bill? Because he got money. In a club, I ain't really never had no bill when Herbert was there. While her was there, we, you know, about was taken care of. Yeah, things have been taken care of, or I, I ain't really never had no bill to be honest. In restaurants, is I've taken care of bills, but I've, I'm not saying that he wouldn't in any event. Um, he might have took a care. Of, I don't even keep track really. You guys talk about music, like doing stuff together. Yeah, he actually. Um, he was talking about. Like, I was kind of like at the end of when we like kind of built our relationship. I kind of was at the end of summertime shootout three. I would have loved to have him. A, a part of it, but it was kind of like I didn't want to force it. So, and then I, you know, um, it also was a test to see if you were going to be around with Tyena too, because <laughs> maybe we'll do something later, you know what I mean? But I also, we, we, we worked uh, with the Bombs record. Uh, mm -hmm. We was kicking it about that too, because he's from Chicago. So it was a, a tie there. So we, we, we might have something up our sleeve. Do, do people know enough about Fab? Because that's one of the critiques that Fab's never been personal in his music. Even when you were talking about your, your upbringing just <laughs> now, I'm like, I ain't never heard Fab talk about his upbringing. Yeah, I never shadow. I never showed like and and like pushed out a lot of things that the people who know me personally or like people who grew up around me, like even like somebody like Casanova, like you know what I mean? Because we grew up in the same like neighborhood with the same friends and same you know what I oh, mean. So you but knew that Cass. wasn't yeah. Oh, where, where? Cass from like parties in Brooklyn. 
like we, you know, I just that just never was at the forefront of my music, probably. You know what I'm saying? With Cass, like, you know, his his music embodies where he come from and like, you know, his projects might be, you know, he just came out of jail. His project might be him in a jail cell. Like, you know, I never. And he's super social. Yeah. As he should be. You know what I mean? I think that's part mm -hmm. of his personality and yeah. part of his artistry. So what do you um, think about him and Pop Smoke going back and forth, being from Brooklyn and knowing him? What do you think about it, that? It, I didn't know how like serious it was. Mm -hmm. So I ain't really like chime in on that. I think, you know, they both they both also know each other, too. So maybe it might have been a disagreement. And I think, um, you, you know, like I think you can have a disagreement without it being full fledged beef. I think that that needs to be shown a little bit in hip hop, too, because mm -hmm. I think. Nowadays, because there's so much egos, you know, everybody's trying to look like the toughest in the world that every time somebody would disagree about something, it turned into a full-fledged hip-hop beef. But I think theirs was, you know, just a disagreement, and they, you know, was able to have fun with it and then take it to any drastic measure. All right, well, don't move. Fabulous is still here. Let's get into a fabulous mini-mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was a fabulous mini-mix. Yeah. Do you and Emily sit at home and watch reality TV together? Are you are there certain shows you watch because she watches it? We watch shows. We watch like I like like stuff that you could binge watch. I don't really watch um reality too hard. I killed I caught um I think she was checking out Love and Hip Hop, the new one mm -hmm. for New York, because um it was like bringing back some of the old people. So she was looking at that. And they definitely asked really yeah, they definitely asked her to be on it, right? Since they were bringing back. I think so. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. I, I I know people offer her things. Emily's kind of like, she don't like the attention as much. What about know, Netflix binge watching? We do watch what Netflix. You watch? We watch uh, Aaron Hernandez. Uh, yeah, I've seen that with the uh, white thing, too. That was crazy, too. But, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We Any punchlines inspired from Aaron? Oh, I put Aaron in this freestyle way back. You know what I mean? I said, you better come Aaron like Han Hernandez. I didn't know it much as a story. Sometimes, like, when you rap into you just know the, the face of the mm -hmm. story. Like, now the documentary, you see a little bit more. You see his... Uh, the troubled life that he had. You see uh, the complications from CTE. Mm -hmm. and You know, sometimes you say punchlines or say things in music or raps, well, a punchline rapper, mm -hmm. and you may not even know any, like, seriousness behind it. Do you have to watch that now, though? Because, you know, back then, you everybody would just be disrespectful. I've been stopped. Wa I started watching. You know who actually made me? Um, Solange. It was a mixtape, freestyle or song or something. And I said, if you could have Beyonce, would you take Solange? We could be the dream team, baby, Kobe and LeBron. Only if you go, I never do the bronze. Cause if you could have Beyonce, would you take Solange? Remember that one, yeah. And she ran down on you in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she didn't run down on me in the elevator. But um, the first person I saw was B. And Beyonce was like, yo, let me holler at you. And I'm like... Uh -oh. Beyonce said, let me holler at you? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, you know, so I went over there and, and hollered. Beyonce and she was like, yo. You, yeah, and she was just telling me, like, they, they rock didn't appreciate with me. That. Okay. They rock with me and they, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't know what that... And I really didn't even think when I was saying it, but like... These are real people that you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I just that. didn't really connect to it like that. You know what I mean? And you say a lot of things. And punchline style is just to say something to be catchy and metaphoric and catch up. But I didn't you know, see the deeper side of it. And Beyonce, you know, I ain't gonna share the exact conversation, but she showed me, you know, told me, like, you know, these is, this is people. Like, you know what I mean? Some saying something like that could personally hurt her. And, right. that kind of, and I say, you know what, I, I get it. And I uh, say, yo, when I see Solange, that I'll, um, you know, I'll apologize to her. So um, Did you see her? I did. I ended up seeing her, <laughs> like, at Soho House one day. And, um, How long ago? 
It was years ago. Okay, okay. This, this, even the song was years ago. But mm-hmm. I'm saying this is how I realized that. I remember that, the song. You know yeah. what I mean? So I seen her, so I was like, oh, let me beeline to, to Solange and apologize. Solange, she was, she was stiff. I'm like, hey, what's up? She was like, what up? <laughs> Why are you talking to me when you could be talking to Beyonce? And I was like, yo, I just, well, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean it in any malice, but I do uh, take responsibility for saying that, and I apologize, and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, all right, thank cool. you. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to be honest it. with you. When you look, when you look fast forward years later and see how she handled herself in that elevator, you got lucky. <laughs> she was ready she to blessed you, son. Yeah. You got lucky. She let you go. She, she let you live. Stalled on you, got yeah. you got lucky. You, you know you what, live. though? I'm not going to lie. I really like, I like Solange a lot because their personalities are so different. Mm-hmm. And it does have to suck to always be like in a comparison type she of thing. She did say one thing. She said you do have to be. She said the tongue is mighty and you got to Make sure that this is what you want to say because you could be hurting somebody that you don't even know. And, and so it, it really woke me up in that. And up until that point, I would say anything in a rap that was catchy or right. a little line. You know what I mean? Because so you could create a that. narrative that exists for that person forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? That like, happened to Melissa Ford. Or when you heard it, she, they told me that they heard it in a, in a club. So like it was Whoa. like they was just bopping oh to the God, music and bad. then that line came on and it was like, oh, Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's why I was Damn. just like, you know what I mean? And that's another thing you're not thinking, too. I'm thinking I'm doing it on a, a little mixtape level that is never even going to reach Beyonce and Solange's mm-hmm. ears. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even thinking that far uh, ahead. So, But you know what the caption you know, going to be? Beyonce threw Fab in the corner, hemmed him up, mushed him, and said, "Don't talk about my sister." That's the caption. Nah, Beyonce is is, is graceful, man. She even her even her way of checking you is graceful. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but sometimes you need to you Absolutely. need to be yeah, checked. And because on your on your album, you do reference the blogs a lot and people blowing you up and mm-hmm. stories coming out. And I'm sure if you're not on that side of things, you never think about how people react to stories about yourself coming out. Like when you see a story about yourself in the blog and you want to respond so badly and you know that's not how things really went down mm-hmm. and you just feel like, am I going to make it bigger if I say it's something? It's hard to defend yourself but still not add fuel to the fire. It's, it's a tricky game even with media and blogs and um, even holding it in sometimes right. could be wrong for you and your mental health or mm-hmm. your, you know, your your mood or, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you upset because it's something that you're not letting out. Yeah. So what's your mental self-care <laughs> yeah. routine, Fab? Like, what do you do to you know, make sure you don't go crazy out here? You been to therapy? Like, what do you do? I've been to therapy before, but I, I've I've never been, like, on a, um, a continuous basis. I've been to just, I think, I think communication is a key thing in relationships as well. Why'd you stop going to therapy? Why didn't you, you didn't like it? Or? Um, no, I just, uh, Felt like it was something that I needed at the time. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't go again. Yeah, yeah. I just said uh, like it was kind of something that we needed at the time. Like I said, it might have been something I needed to get out. Um, even I wanted to, you know, do it with my kids because you know sometimes your kids are affected mm-hmm. by things that they not a absolutely not been in. They may not even know how to communicate it or say it or you know what I mean. I went through a big public thing, so it's not wasn't just me and my my lady, but it was your kids, it's your family, like, you know, everybody doesn't know how to communicate those things, so like, I think therapy is, is good. I, I believe in communication, so I think therapy is a way of communication that's good for people. I need the story behind the Rock Nation chain. Is that an OG one or that's a replica? What is that? It's an old Rockefeller, not Rock Nation. I, I mean... I don't know. They gave it to me for my birthday, so... A word? How they how they give it to you? Like, it was a, a big presentation? Um... It was at my party, you know, Lenny S is Rockefeller affiliated, and he came and 
presented it in like this <laughs> case. And I put it on. Mm-hmm. That was it. <laughs> I mean, are you getting ready for the Rock Nation brunch? Are you going out for that? Yeah, I'm going to go to L.A. for the Grammy, so I'm probably most likely going to How many people hit you up? Have you got like an invite already? I did get an a, a invite or something. Or I didn't something. get no watch or nothing like that. I heard you, you did get a watch for you for did get a watch. Though, right? Yes, you, you did. Watch for, for the gala thing, the Sean Carter Foundation. But y'all yes. paid for those though. Kind of, sorta, I guess, because you you had to pay to go to the gala. Yeah. How much was the gala? Like fifty grand. It depended what you wanted to, um, what you wanted to donate. It was different. Le- it was level. What was the lowest level? What package did you get? <laughs> the, lowest, the lowest level was. I just want to count my pockets, right? <laughs> you need those right. All the questions led up to, to what package did you get? Um, I think it was the lowest. I don't you even want to put the package. lowest. They're they going to look back at the gallery. Yeah, he definitely got the lowest package. Right? <laughs> you got a watch, though. Nah, I ain't get a watch. Why you say that man got a watch and you didn't get no watch? Oh, I, I, I didn't get a watch. Oh. Bro. I seen some people get a watch. <laughs> that, that was the platinum package. The watch came out. <laughs> Maybe I ain't pay for the watch. <laughs> I can buy my own watch though, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool. I went though. It was a it was a great a great dinner and a great night. Did you lose any money? I seen Gotti lost five hundred thousand. Nah, I think that was it was like a tournament. Gotti took a hit on something that he wasn't take, supposed to take a hit on. But he take a hit on. He said it. But what, what was it? It was like some that you just wasn't supposed to take a hit if you play blackjack. It was like yeah, it was something like he had seven and the dealer's hand was busted and he just took a oh, hit and man. everybody in the whole. Building was like. Why would you? I do think that? he just got caught up in the. You know what I'm saying? And just say, Yo, hit, hit me. No, God, he don't hit. And he he already took the hit. And I think he busted. But he he still played good. He still had a. You know what I mean? I think he didn't win the tournament behind that, but mm-hmm. he's still good. It was a good it was a good night though, man. Rock Nation is family. Well, thank you for joining us, Fab. Yes, sir. Yeah. Summertime Shootout Three is out right now, yes. and uh, thank you for joining us, brother. Thank y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. It's fabulous. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. So if you had to imagine who would play Kanye in a movie, who would you think? Hmm, I have no idea. Kanye in a because movie. Because apparently Kanye's been talking about doing a movie about his life. And he actually called this actor up and asked him to play him in a movie. And he even went down to go fly him, visit. He flew down to go see him, visit his family. The person better be black. Watch his play Fortnite. <laughs> shut up, I got yo, a feeling. I'm serious. No, I got a feeling Kanye would get somebody that's not black to <laughs> no, play him in a movie. No, no. Who, Who is, is the ye? person, ye? Danny McBride. See what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, that's why that's the, that's the dumb stuff see. Kanye do. That's, and then he wonder why he'll Danny. get donkey today. You know like, him on, from bro. Eastbound and Down. It's Kenny I love, Powers. Listen, I love which Danny I used to McBride. love that series. No, hell no. Bro. He can't you play know Kanye. The Pineapple Duh. <laughs> and by the way, why would He's you white, do that? He's white. Yes, you never see Eastbound and Down. It's one of my favorite shows, by the way. Danny now, according to, according to Danny McBride, okay, he said, uh, Kanye asked me to play him in a movie of his life. That was a pretty stunning phone call to get. I don't know why he wanted me to do it. What? Maybe that was maybe that sense of ego I'm able to portray. Well, I have no wait, clue. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, yeah, we got to ask somebody on, about that. We got somebody in the building that we need to ask about that real quick, if you don't mind. Please. Dame, one second. Dame and Dash is here. Dame, Dame, Dame we, we got a full interview with Dame uh, tomorrow, but we got Dame, we got to ask you one question. One question, Angela Yee's on the line. What's up, Dame? Come, come to this mic right here. Angelique, Angelique just reported that uh, Kanye, Kanye West. West wants Danny McBride to play him in a movie. Yeah. 
Danny McBride is white. He's just saying that so y'all can say that. You know he's playing. Oh, he's playing? <laughs> you know he's playing? <laughs> yeah, he's playing. Everything I mean, he, he, he really flew right. down to go right. see him. Is there anything he says that doesn't make people go, what? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. Like, All right. That, All right. That's not by accident. Bro. Okay. You know okay. Got gotcha, you. Got you. Don't be gotcha. elevator and let them push your buttons. Gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Full interview with Dave tomorrow. Yes. Yes. All right. All yes. right. All right. Yes. Now what else? What else you got, Yee? I don't think we have time right now, but I have so much because we are going to talk about since we just talked about that. Robert Downey Jr. and he said he does not regret wearing blackface in Tropic Thunder, but we'll get to that in the next hour. All right. We'll get into that. But now, uh, Nick Charlemagne. Yes. Who you throwing that donkey to? I'm going to be honest with you, I can't pronounce this man's name, but um, I, I, I hate people that steal, mm-hmm. but I also really hate people that steal with no purpose behind it. Say the person's name. Let me hear you try to say it. No, I'm not so even I'm going to go and try to say it one good time. Chico Denaka Nwankpa. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Chico, de, Chico Denaka Nwankpa. I guarantee I know, that's I, not I, it. I, I know that's wrong. All we'll, right. We'll, we'll talk about it for after that. Donkey the day is next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, young man. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Yeah, donkey of the day for Thursday, January 23rd goes to a professor in Philly named Chicka... Uh, what is it? Chicka... Uh, what is it? Chewbacca Nadwar. How do you pronounce this man's name? Play it for me, man. Chica Nuwankpa. Say it again. Chica Nuwankpa. All right, I'm going to point at you. Chica Nuwankpa. Every time I need to say his name, I'm going to point at you, John. Okay, uh, I do not know how to pronounce this man's name. Uh, I just know he was a professor at Drexel University. He was arrested on Monday. Now, let me tell you something. When I hear stories of people stealing, especially stealing money, depending on the context, I understand why they stole the money. Now, I don't agree with it because I don't respect thieves, all right? Stealing someone's hard-earned money is beyond cowardly to me. Uh, I didn't work for this so you can just take it. But oftentimes, we hear stories about people stealing for good reasons or reasons that we can understand. Like just last week, we reported on this guy. Uh, I think that was in Philly, too, who, who robbed a pharmacy because he had a sick child. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I, I, I get it. You know, I understand that. That makes sense to me. But when people take penitentiary chances just because they want to have a little fun, I don't get it. All right? Professor... Uh, Chica Nuankpa. Yes. Uh, he's a professor at Drexel, so he has a job. I mean, he's not balling by any means, but he's making a decent, honest living. But apparently, that wasn't enough for, for pr- Professor... Uh, Chica Nuankpa. Yeah. L- let's go to... What a news thing. I forgot what news station it is. ABC? Yeah. Let's go to ABC for the report. A Drexel University professor is facing charges tonight of allegedly stealing $185,000 in research grant money. This is 57-year-old Chica Nuankpa. Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner's office says the former chair of the engineering department used the money on adult entertainment and sports bars, meals, and iTunes purchases. An audit by Drexel University found that the professor made a number of the unauthorized purchases during a seven-year period. Professor New Alkaline Water from 2010 to 2017, he spent 96000 at adult entertainment venues and sports bars and 89000 spent on iTunes purchases. <laughs> the money that was allocated for research purposes instead went to Onyx and Chicken Pete's and Meek Mill Music. All right? Now, when he was submitting the reports for the adult entertainment expenses... Uh, let's just say scripting. He said he was using it for catering and food, but 48% of the 114 charges he made were incurred on weekends, and 63% were incurred from midnight to 2 a.m. If uh, Professor 
uh, Akinelli says he's working on the weekend as usual, he's lying. Now, what I don't understand is why a 57-year-old man isn't making better decisions. Now, I haven't been to the script club in a long time, all right? But I do know that when I was younger and far from having any money, I didn't need that kind of money to have a good time in the script club. A hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Tip a low. Forty dollars in ones goes a long way. You know, you get you some chicken wings, a couple drinks, and you have a ball. Same thing at a sports club. Who spends tens of thousands of dollars in a sports club? Why are you looking at me like that? When did you go to the strip club when you could go with $40, get wings, drinks, and tip? I said $100. Oh, okay. I, thought I said $40 in ones <laughs> for the tip. I got you. Okay. All right. Then I got $60 for drinks and do whatever else. Oh, that's right. Else. You're right. All My right. back Sorry. I just want to ask, uh, what's this man's name? Chica Nguangpa. One question. Was it worth it? Okay. I'm sure you're losing your job. You had to surrender your passport. You went to jail and got released on a $25,000 bond. And you'll probably never get a job at another school because you betrayed Drexel University and tuition-paying students, okay, that you were paid to educate. Think about all the kids that probably saw... Uh, Chica Nguangpa. Yeah, saw him in Vanity Grand back in the day and thought he was a cool-ass professor who was tipping heavy. He might even have been passing stacks of cash to the students. But guess what, kids? It was your money. <laughs> right? <laughs> please give Chicken Pete's new whack bars. What's his name? Chica New Whack Bar. Yeah, please give him the biggest he, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, indeed. And yes, uh, Dame Dash will be joining us tomorrow morning. So we'll kick it with Dame Dash. He hasn't been here in how long? Three, four years? Five years? It's been... 2015, you said? Five years. Five years? All right. So we're going to kick it with Dame tomorrow. It should be, it'll be very interesting. Let's just say that. But up next, Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye right now. She'll help you out. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, this is Sherelle. Hey, Sherelle. What's your question for Yee? Hey, Charlamagne. Well, that was Envy, but hey, Sherelle, how are you? This is Charlamagne. What's happening? I thought that was Envy. Oh, oh. Look, okay. I'm sorry. Ooh, you being shady this morning? Ooh. Girl, I'm blind. Let me tell you, Charlamagne is not suck, but I like him. Everything he, he said, I be wanting to see it. So y'all keep Solomon alone. Leave him alone. I got you, Solomon. Thank you, boo. Okay. Okay, well, let's hear your question, and let's see how uh, let's let's see how we feel about it. Okay, so I was dating a married man, right? You're dating a married man? And she was. I was dating a married man. And he just put the girl on me. So then when he came out of the room, I was like, like, I'm saying a year later, and he said, I'm not that I wasn't prepared for what you were prepared for. Yeah, he's married. Now? <laughs> yeah, he's he married. Yeah, because he's married. But I'm just saying, if you're not prepared for that, then don't even entertain me. Okay, so you're, what's your question? That's my question. So what does that mean? Uh, first of all, Bo, you, what does that mean? Sherelle, he's married. So right. he's got a wife, which means he has other obligations. He disappeared for a year. Mm-hmm. And he's cheating on his wife. Is this somebody you trust? Yes. So, what's the situation with his wife? I don't know. Like, I really don't get oh into that. Goodness. So, you don't know what the situation is with his wife. He can leave you for a year and come back when he feels like it, but you trust him. That sounds stupid. Huh? <laughs> the way you're saying it does sound stupid. Why don't you want your own man? Why do you want somebody else's? 
That's not how that happened. That is not how that happened. This is all this is her. So we did a long time ago, way back when, before that situation even occurred. So basically, I was going how come you don't ask him questions about his wife and his marriage? Because I know I know something, but I, I, don't, I really don't feel bad to ask. I really don't know, to be honest. You don't want to know because then you'll feel like you're doing something wrong. Exactly. That's right. Which means you know you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Sherelle, really? I, just want, I, just want you to, I just want you to do better for yourself. I know. You're right. I will. Because that man will leave again and come back in a year. Still be able to hit it. You'll still bring him back in. You're not going to ask no right. questions. You know how he looks at you? You're a person that doesn't ask any questions, that's laying down with a married man, that will take him back anytime he comes, and that has convinced herself that she can trust this man. That is correct. How old are you? Okay. <laughs> 23. You know what I'm saying? How old she is anyway. Old enough, old enough to know better. Okay. Huh? Of course. Oh, there's a lady? <laughs> You're from New Orleans, right? You from New Orleans? Yeah, I'm from New Orleans. Why? I'm sorry. I, I'm my bad. All of y'all sound like Big Frida to me. Salute, salute to Big hey, Frida. Old woman. Old woman. Huh? She is irreplaceable. Well, Instagram. Don't play with me. I'm old woman, baby. Hello. Yeah. All right, thank okay. you. Cheryl, baby, All do right. better, girl. Hello. <laughs> All right, thank you. Hey. Yes, ma'am. You can pull down my back. I don't know you. <laughs> you want somebody to have your back for you sleeping with a married man? Hold on, she said she got a singing voice. Let me hear you sing, baby. I have a rapping voice. Let me hear you say. Let me hear you sing something. No, I don't want to sing. I want rap. Let me hear you rap something. Oh my goodness. No, I already got that on my Facebook. Man, my phone. Yeah, bye. You ain't Ma, no big freedom. Bye. You know what I meant to tell you? What you say, man? Salute to Big Freedom. All right, ask ye, sorry. Well, we ain't never had Big Frida on Breakfast Club. 800 Big Frida tried to come up here before, but I think we weren't here. Oh. If you got a question for ye, call her now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. What line you want to go to, you? Yes, line four. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Portia calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, hey four, three. <clears throat> What's your question for you? Okay, so I have a question. Um, basically, I've been dealing with some sexual harassment at my job with my supervisor. Um, so I took the appropriate steps, went to HR, even talked to a lawyer about the situation. But it seems like they're not trying to let this manager go. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what's the next step? What should I do from this point on? Should I just find another job? Should I keep pushing the issue? Because I feel like he's retaliating. You feel like he's, you feel like he's retaliating, you said? Yes. Like, give me some examples. Um, basically, like, he tried to put me on third shift without telling me, which was one thing. Um, another thing, he, he nitpicks at little things that he claim I'm doing wrong because I'm an industrial technician, so I work through maintenance department, mm -hmm. being that I'm one of the girls with a bunch of guys. Um, he just kind of nitpicks at me for little things that I feel like it's, like, not even serious to nitpick over because he never did before until I went to HR about him. Okay, so here's a couple of things. First of all, you said that you've complained, right? Yes, I went to HR twice. And so their response is what? We're going to work on it. We're going to work on him. We're going to try to figure out how we're going to make you comfortable while being here because we know you're not. But that's pretty much it. And they're dragging their feet about letting them go or, you know, what are they going to do with the supervisor? What's 
I had proof that he did that. Right. Text message and everything. So you have all of this in writing and you've emailed them and they've responded via email. I highly recommend you get yourself a lawyer. That's when they take things seriously. Okay. And you should not ever have to work under those circumstances. You should feel safe and protected at work. If you go to HR with a complaint and evidence that somebody is doing this to you and making you feel this way at work and you're uncomfortable and you're feeling belittled, then you need to make sure that you take those matters into your own hand because you have the power to do that. Okay, well, I'll probably just go back to the attorney I was talking to. She told me that the only way she can take my case is if the job was to fire me or... Um, there was no changes moving forward. So because there are no, no changes, I'm just going to go back to her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and it sounds like you have a legitimate case. You have these text messages. Plus, I think you have to keep a record of what's been happening at work since you've been complaining to HR and all yeah. the things that he's been, every detail that you can get and anything that you can get in writing as evidence, you should try to get. Okay. And make sure okay. you send those emails. Make sure you show what their responses are. Present all of those to a lawyer. You definitely have a case. And I think this is great because you don't want this to happen to somebody else. So it's great that you exactly. spoke up. You've done what you're supposed to do on your part. They haven't done what they're supposed to do on their behalf. So now it's time to move it to the next level. Hey, look here. You ain't got, no, you ain't got none of your cousins that can come box them anymore? I mean, I do got cousins who want to come box them up now, but listen, it's like, I don't, this is a white man, so I don't want my people to get locked up for that now. Man, I ain't, I ain't care if you're a white man now. That man ain't got no business trying to feel on your bunkie at work now. <laughs> yeah, he, he be trying to talk about he want to touch the tattoo and all kind of stuff. He want to touch the tattoo. Well, you damn yeah, right, you are not like, getting... None of your family's locked up over this. Well, I need your cousin no, to come punch our co-worker in, hey, in, hey, in hey, the mouth, hey, too. Hey, hey, because hey, relax. Stay out of Geechee full conversation now. give me hey, us. Hey, and I want to get Stay out of Geechee full conversation now. Stay out of Geechee full conversation now. Y'all are not going to make a joke now. out of her sexual harassment I'm at work. This ain't no joke. I'm talking to her in our native language. No, Just Geechee, Charleston, Gullah, 843 all day. Yeah. Well, 843. I'm with you, girl. I know it has to be tough for you to go to work every day under those circumstances and not feel like anybody cares. I'm so uncomfortable every day. And it's like, I left work today just to get away. It took a sick day just to not be there with them. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. So I, you have to <laughs> nip this in the bud and let them know you ain't going to keep this going. I have the power over you, and I'm going to make you all look crazy. Exactly. And thank you, Charlamagne. I love you, though. I love you more. <laughs> I'm serious, though. You got your cousins. I, I need to. Man, shut up, boy. You punching the malt. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Give me a little sneak him or something. Yeah, <laughs> give him a little sneak. Sneak him. Give right. him a little sneak. Ask ye. 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice. Yeah, help you out. Now, keep it locked. We got rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And again, you know, we have our 76ers gear on. Shout out to Michael Rubin, of course. Michael Rubin donated $100,000 to Change for Change. That's right. Drum. Drum has the Sixers gear on as well. Drum, turn around, show the cheeks. Turn around and show the cheeks, Drum. Show the cheeks, Drum. Turn around and show the cheeks. There you go. There you go. They're the cheeks. They're the cheeks. You know what I'm saying? They're you got the, the Maurice Cheeks Sixers jersey on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Had, to, had, to get, had to get them to spin around and show them, show them cheeks real quick. That cheeks is nice. Yeah, I like the cheeks on the back, Drum. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Leave me alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. But shout out to Michael Rubin, though. Yep. Now, uh, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk blackface. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Now, as you guys know, Robert Downey Jr. did wear blackface in the movie Tropic Thunder. 
And he recently went on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and he said that he doesn't regret doing that. Now, here was his initial thinking. I thought, yeah, I'll do that, and I'll do that after Iron Man. And then I started thinking, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. And then I thought, well, hold on, dude. Get real here. Where is your heart? And my heart is, A, I get to be black for a summer in my mind. <laughs> so there's something in it for me. <laughs> the other thing is I get to hold up to nature the insane self-involved hypocrisy of artists and what they think they're allowed to do on occasion. Just my opinion. I listened to that whole interview because I listened to Joe Rogan podcast and um, I don't know if he should regret it. You know wow. what I mean? It was a role that he chose to do. Mm-hmm. He he knew exactly what he was in doing what he was doing. He he made a choice. You know, I don't know if he should regret it. Well, you he know? goes on to say this. Ninety percent of my black friends are like, dude, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other ten percent? <laughs> I can't disagree with them, but I know where my heart was. There's a morality clause here on on this planet, and it's a big price to pay. And I think having a moral psychology is job one. So sometimes you just got to go, yeah, I effed up. Again, not in my defense, but Tropic Thunder was about how wrong that is. Yes. So I take exception. So, yes, he's right. It did spark a conversation at the least. And it was about why it's inappropriate to be wearing blackface. So in order to do that, he had to wear his blackface. Yeah, and I remember seeing Tropic Thunder back in the day. I didn't even know that he was playing a black person. I just thought he had a bad tan in the whole movie. I had no idea, like, he was supposed to be playing a black person. Well, Matt, now he could play Kanye West. He might. (laughs) Damn, will Danny McBride have to wear blackface to play Kanye West? No, I'm sure he won't. (laughs) I'm sure he won't. All right, now, April Jones, she recently did an interview with Tiffany Pollard on Brunch with Tiffany, and she talks about a lot of different things, but she talks about some regrets that she has. Now, she's been accused of a lot of things, of people saying, oh, you slept with this person, that person, and she's just tired of it all. Here's what she had to say about the game and ASAP Rocky also. I'm on my lives like normal, and people are under there, oh, you you the game, or oh, you you know, Lil Fizz, or oh, you're this person and you know it's like okay at this point you're right I f- every single one of them because oh, that's what y'all want to hear love you. and so that's what they capture with me saying yes I f- the game mm-hmm. and yes I f- little fizz not that I have and I would have no problem saying f- I mean I should have mm-hmm. well Girl, I should have f- the game when I definitely I didn't definitely um and you know ASAP you know they said ASAP and their Shaquille O'Neal never have shame on you girls now you passing up some good I pass up a lot of good I'm so confused me too I guess what she's saying is, well, I might as well have done it since y'all are saying I did it anyway. Oh. Well, here was the initial rant that she went on that everybody was talking about and how this all came up in the first place. You couldn't even get a celebrity the way y'all want to sit here and talk shit. Oh, celebrity. Yeah, I'm a celebrity because I a celebrity and because I became what y'all thought I wasn't going to become. Oh, so let me just say that. Yes, I'm a celebrity because of Mario. This and I have two kids by him. And now little Fizz wants to this and because I'm a celebrity and because the game wants to this and because ASAP wants to this All right. Well, I don't know, April Jones. It seems like sometimes love and hip-hop can't drive you to just be a little all over the place. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a lot of pressure being on that show. Remember Omarion's mom didn't like her at first on there? I, I don't I'm, remember. I, oh, I'm sure she really doesn't like her now. Oh. All right. Now, Diddy posted a message about Kim Porter and losing her. He said, if you got a good woman, please let her know. Tell her as soon as you can. Make sure she knows. Make sure she feels it. Honor her. Cherish her. 
because the special ones are rare and few, and everyone doesn't get a second chance. Let the one you love know today, right now. And then he added, Lady KP, I'll honor you forever. There you go. That was sweet. I'm sure that made a lot of people be like, let me make sure I let my woman yeah, know or my, my man know. Day, baby, I, 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 I worship my wife. I worship the ground my wife walks on. Mm -hmm. I love my wife. You know what? That, I never liked that statement. That's a stupid-ass statement. What statement? When people say, I worship the ground my wife walks on. No, nigga, worship your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, ever, you think about all the stuff that we were taught when we were young, and then you think about when you're older, like, that's actually stupid. Why would I worship the ground? Well, you go worship some kind my of wife you walks want. on. Instead worship of, that rug. Why, I should just worship my wife. Oh, uh, yes. yes. I guess I, that's saying that you worship her so much you even do that. Like, no. Be above, and, no. above and beyond just her. That's what it's supposed to mean. I worship her. Her feet, her calf muscles, her knees, all thighs, right, guys. Um, so Clive Davis is planning to do a Whitney Houston movie. He said a story has not been told yet. Mm -hmm. What white and woman they gonna get to play Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget Angela Bassett did do that one for Lifetime that she directed. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of documentaries, but Clive Davis is saying that he wants to do this uh, story that hasn't been told. So mm -hmm. we'll see if this ever really does happen. But you know he does have that pre Grammy party, and just think about it with Clive Davis. Uh, Whitney Houston was supposed to be at his party. She was supposed to perform right. back in 2012 when she passed, and it didn't happen. And that was right out here this weekend, Grammy weekend. Right. You know how, like, a lot of uh, labels and stuff be having wranglers for people? Like, so they'll have the people that'll go get the coke, go get the weed. Yep. I wonder if that day somebody from that label went to go get Whitney the coke. Yeah, I would man. hope because she was performing that night, so I'm right. sure they was getting whatever she needed. I would hope. I would wonder. I wonder if somebody out there has that on their conscience. I would. Hope I'm that. sure that she had her own hookups though in L. A. Probably. Like she probably didn't need someone from the label. She had a person, I'm sure. Probably. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Revolt, we'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and we have two special guests in the building, Mr. Roger Ferguson and Stacey Tisdale. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning How are you? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, sir. You yes. sure are. That yeah. makes two of us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roger Ferguson, you have him here with us, and you are the CEO of... TIAA. That's correct. All right, so explain what that is for people who don't know, and we're going to talk about things that are very interesting and used to be very scary for me. All right, well, TIAA is a 102-year-old company, and we specialize in financial services, particularly retirement, mm -hmm. for people who are in the not-for-profit sector. So think of your college professor or a teacher maybe in a school or, you know, a doctor at a, at a not-for-profit hospital. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of thing that we do, and we've been doing it for 102 years. Wow. Now, Stacey, you always talk about how we are moving into a gig economy. Absolutely. Moving forward. And a lot of times, you know, at work, you get this 401k, your company doesn't match for you. But what happens when we're in this gig economy with these baby millennials and they're not getting access to those type of plans? And now you have to actually invest yourself to save for retirement. Well, we're moving into a gig model because the old model didn't work for so many people. Mm -hmm. People were working hard, but they had student loan debt, so they couldn't save as much as they needed to. So within the next decade, you're going to have the majority of the U.S. workforce working as freelancers, entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs, and that brings about different challenges. You know, it's hard enough for people of color to get a mortgage, to get a loan, but now you're going to have that whole unsteady income thing that comes with, you know, that gig model. But what we're really seeing here, and I think what's really exciting for our community and for everyone, is technology 
is stepping in where the financial services industry mm-hmm. and the government hasn't kept up. And we're seeing apps that allow yes. you to do things like build credit. We're seeing apps that will help you manage your business. And when you look at the black community, financial online service companies reduce discrimination by 40 percent. Mm-hmm. So where blacks typically get higher rates for things like mortgages and loans, that whole fintech, fintech, you know, it's an equalizer. So I think that's really going to benefit our community. And I think she put her finger on something really important, which is this is about both what technology can do, but it's also about financial literacy at the individual level mm-hmm. because technology can be an equalizer but you got to use it smartly you got to choose the right tools and you also have to know what really drives for financial security and so i think we need to talk about both technology being you know part of the answer but also individual responsibility and some understanding of what it is to take a job if you have one into wealth and if you don't have a job how you get one so i think you need to have that whole discussion so what do you think is going to take to close the, the wealth gap so look i think there are three things that are going to take to close the wealth gap uh one is and in closing the income gap. The wealth gap is driven by the fact that we don't have the income right. that we should. Mm-hmm. Second is using that income smartly, which is this year around financial literacy, learning how to manage the money you have, be it small or large amounts. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is to know where the assets are that create wealth. Having said that, there are a couple of rules that are, that are really important, um, and I've heard them on the show a few times. I'm ready. Well, first is, you know, all of us have to first start by managing our debt smartly. Right, because one of the great wealth destroyers <clears throat> is misusing debt. Right, you know your credit score really does matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because indeed, uh, employers look at credit score, so it's not just your ability to get credit, but it also may influence your ability to get a job. So all that's in the debt management side of things. But before we go to that place, the other thing I really want to hit on is education. Um, it turns out that you know outcomes in terms of income, in terms of wealth, in terms of holding a job. Whatever color you are is heavily dependent on how you've done in school. Right. Uh, and it turns out now we've reached a stage where, you know, 90% of high school graduates get into college, but for blacks, only about 30% finish. For whites and others, it's, it's more like 60 or more percent. Mm-hmm. One thing that we have to talk a little bit about that whole internal thing, what people right. believe about themselves, because I was just reading a really interesting study by researchers at Harvard um, so Yale, Stanford, and the Census Bureau, and they followed children for millions, you know, millions of children. And they found that black men, even those from wealthy families, and they were looking at, I think, $700,000 net worth and above, still make less money as adults than white men of the same right. demographic. So when you look at things like that, and when you see what people are seeing is, yeah, but, you know, people who go to college and everything, they still have these disadvantages. No, look, look, we should be very honest. I mean, the sad truth is that racial discrimination has been, you know, a a cancer on the society from the very, very beginning. And I'm not going to, we shouldn't sit and pretend that we don't still confront discrimination in the workplace. That's right. It is absolutely true that at every job level for the same education Blacks tend to have uh, less outcome, lower wages. There's, so let's be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Having said that, we cannot let you know the, the racism, the bigotry in society undermine our own sense of what we can do. Right. The truth of the matter is if we don't do the best we can, then society is just going to get worse. And we appreciate, the re- again, the resources that TIAA.org provides for free for people to go and check out. But um, what are, and what Roger are, being here. 
What are those resources? I know TIAA is, you manage like a trillion dollars right. worth of assets, right? Right, one point three trillion. everybody can do one stuff, 1.3 trillion dollars. Right, so. but everybody can wow. do stuff. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. So what we talk about is a, a number of things. First is we have a number of millennials who talk about their life journey and the things that they did. Back to your point, you know, if you can see it, maybe you can believe in it. Mm-hmm. And so we thought that having millennials talk about how they made progress through their financial life at a young age and the trade-offs they had to deal with would be an important thing. We've also supported the number of uh, what we call gamifications, which are you know, uh, tools that use the fact that folks like to play online games, mm-hmm. but to teach financial literacy. So it's those sorts of things that, that we absolutely are doing. I'm sorry, I was just going to say, if anybody finds it helpful on my site, mindmoneymedia.com, I have a webinar, You Don't Need to Be Rich to Invest. And if you follow us at Wealth Wednesdays on Instagram, or me on Instagram, which is Stacy Tisdale 1120 we have a lot of information and resources that can help you with. Well, it's uh, Roger Ferguson, Stacy Tisdale. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much for Thank inviting you. Always Mr. A Breakfast pleasure. Club. Thank you. All right. Well, Go shout- home, Roger. All right. Well, shout out to Roger Ferguson for joining us. All right. Now, don't forget. Uh, and, sh- and shout out to Stacey Tisdale also Stacey and Wealth Tisdale Wednesdays. Well, yep. Yes. And don't forget today, I'm heading out to L.A. They're doing, uh, shout out to Amazon Music. They're doing a Bob Marley Legacy Party where they're going to have people come up and perform some of uh, Bob Marley's songs. So I'll be there. Uh, DJing that tonight in LA and then this weekend I'm back in Orlando shout for the Pro Bowl so shout to uh, I'll be at Orlando the Beecham I wasn't at the Beecham for a while but we I know that's my spot too shout out to my girl Koya man she's amazing and D Strong yeah, out there little, in Orlando there was, a, there was a misunderstanding that we worked out so I'll be at the Beecham I'm excited about that and I'm doing I'm a so celebrity basketball game I'm so happy to have you back game. at the Beecham <laughs> yeah and shout out to Boom Cups I'm doing a celebrity basketball game uh, I think Floyd Mayweather's playing a, a bunch of people are playing so should be a lot of fun out in Orlando for a Pro Bowl this weekend yes now Charlamagne hey I'm gonna be in uh, Monk's Corner today just for a few hours I'm doing a um, conversation with presidential candidate Mayor Pete Buttigieg okay. in, in my hometown of Monk's Corner. Um, I, I would tell y'all the location, but it's already packed. Yeah, oh. so I'm, I'm going to just shut up. Okay. But I will be there uh, for a couple hours today. All right. Well, All right. leave us on a positive and, note. And I already got people hitting me saying that they need to talk to me because it's life or death. So I already know what that means. So I'm bringing forty. I'm bringing forty dollars. You bring forty dollars. All single. Y'all know right now. You see me home uh, this afternoon. I'm got forty dollars on me now. That's all I got. I'm letting all you know. Singles. All, all singles. singles. You know what I mean? Get all the ones you want. My goodness. Leave us on a positive note. Oh, hold on one second. Listen, man. I just want to tell everybody out there. Uh, seeking validation will keep you trapped. You don't need anyone or anything to approve of your worth. When you understand this, you'll be free. Breakfast club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?